Stephen, can you hear me? No. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Where is Padme? <laughs> is she okay? Yes, yes, we hear you, Rom. Okay? All right, Roger that. She yeah, was Roger. on Skype. I heard her. <laughs> looky, looky, Sibidai. Do you Jedi arrive? Treaty Senator. Yeah, like in the in the Mandalorian, that first episode in season two, when they're watching yeah, like they're watching. they're watching like the replay of the Death Star being blown up, it's like someone on YouTube like just clicking replay, replay, replay. <laughs> <laughs> they show okay. the sports and the podcast yeah. or the pod racing and all that stuff. Yeah, they do, they do. In the lightsaber lost episode, there was some. I seem to recall there was some some hollow net type of. Yeah, stuff it was, on the screen. is that the one where Palpatine is like? talking about the jedi and he's saying they're not the bad guys they're they're really good guys and meanwhile everything he's saying is a it, it, well from his perspective is a lie yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like running through coruscant chasing that yeah, yeah. that's, the one. that's what i'm thinking of i still don't yeah unless it's someone else we could also discuss is how the hell did the jedi work out that palpatine wasn't <laughs> not necessarily a sith nor but maybe yeah. just a little bit not, non-trustworthy yeah um, I mean, just well, well, it's like pantomime fitting. They had forced glaucoma. They couldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Attack of the Clones, too. Yoda actually, Palpatine's up talking about sending, I don't know what he's, he's I think he's trying to get Anakin and Padme together. And um, Yoda kind of turns and kind of gives him the side eye, right? And he's like, he's on to something here, but he's like a little bit too late. Yeah. The shroud of the dark side clouds everything. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean it does. Yeah. But, I mean, there's also there's also not just the force, is it? You've got common sense and uh, your own <laughs> general suspicions and stuff. Yeah. This guy goes up and they rely too much on the force, and they don't, you know, necessarily have common sense. <laughs> who, who who was that detective in the in the Clone Wars? He was terrible. They should have got oh. him. He would figure it out. <laughs> Oh, I just watched oh, yeah, that episode. Yeah. The one with the comb, the sort of comb over, the uh, sort of yeah. dumb guy. Yeah, the um, yeah. CSI. No, what was that? What yeah, was that it was show? CSI, wasn't it? It was CSI. <laughs> yeah, I just watched that episode. Yeah, he's brilliant. It was very yeah, derivative great. of some something. Yeah, it was very derivative yeah. of something that was going on at the time. Because when the explosion happened, there, there was a droid or something that was very... Yeah. Very, very Invested, derivative yeah. of some, he, yeah, something at, at the time, too. Yeah. Wonder how that holds up. I think, uh, I think when uh, when it comes to the events in Star Wars, it's it's not what you know, it's what you can prove, right? It's mm-hmm. it everything seems to resol- revolve around what you can say is actual versus what you suspect. You know, I thought you were gonna say everything revolves around those awful races. Just watch that episode, the one where um. Tandivo, Tandivo, that's the guy's name. Nice. Oh, wow, that's well, I got that one. Did you get that from Google? Yeah, no, there's no I chance you pulled that. Oh, it right. did not. It just came to me. I don't know why. Yeah. It just no did. way. That is impressive. Was he yeah. named after Devo or was it Devo? <laughs> El Devo. Um, no, that's, that's cool. that's El Devo. Yeah. Um, no, no, I was just watching the one where oh, they play that. 
Oh, come on, it's just trying to come to me. They play this footage. Oh, it's the uh, Mandalore um, stuff. And they play ah. this footage of um, yeah. what she calls the teen's um, deputy saying, yeah. saying, all these, saying all these things about it's you know, time has come, we need the Republic, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. And they just lap it up. And then when they play the uh, the actual one, which shows oh, that yeah. it, was all, it was all faked, it's like, well, they play a, a completely different video and they lap that one up. I mean, where's the proof that either were <laughs> fake or not fake? And how no, did they just was, um, lap this one up in the first place? Yeah. That wasn't I mean, Mandalore. Just, that was, um, God, the one that, what's his name? The kid. Uh, her son was the one in the Ahsoka arcs. Um, I just watched those episodes with the Honduran arc. But yeah. Yeah, no, they they watched them all recently. You and I still can't remember. Um, That's Matori or something like that. Yeah, Lux, 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 Lux. It was his mom and all that stuff. Honestly, I know you've got to get a little bit into these. These are cartoons and stuff, and a lot of stuff is smoothed over. But um, I mean, really? I mean, come on. I mean, uh, anyhow. Right, okay. So, should should we get going for the top? (laughs) Uh, sure. Do it. Welcome everybody to the February. 2021 edition of the Star Wars Senate. And here we are, myself, Mr. Stephen, and Ricky, Alex, uh, Ron, and uh, Will. Yes, five of us this uh, this month. And we are going to, not coming, what are usually yep about? We are going to talk about the High Republic and pretty much anything else that comes to mind along the way. Um, but first of all, we're going to go round the table and uh, see what everybody's been up to Star Wars wise in the last month. And we shall start this time with Ron. Greetings, fellow senators. Uh, Star Wars um, haven't haven't don't can't recall that I've taken much in. I'm going to post something to the to the chat group here um, as a most recent acquisition that i uh, came across in a used bookstore uh, you know whenever i peruse or make my way into one of those I always try to find the sci-fi section or whatever section they might have that uh has something and found a very old book um from the 80s of a uh, how to draw star wars book uh how to how to draw star wars um uh, characters uh, ships uh, all sorts of things or whatever it's very cool um I'm trying to talk and post this image, and I'm not doing a very good job of it. But it was, it was uh, a neat find. I'm going to have some fun with it with my nephew and try to figure out how to uh, draw some things. I'm just, impressed, the, I'm just impressed about this whole thing of going out and going in somewhere. It's unreal. Yeah, it's it was a uh, it was safe. Uh, you know, it was masked up and um, you know, not a lot of people in the store. Like I say, it's a used used bookstore. Right. Um, so uh, I needed to get out every once in a while because uh, just gotten stir crazy with things. So yeah, so I'm going to try to figure how, figure out how to draw the Falcon. Can I just can't ask a question? What the heck is C3PO doing to that Ewok in that image? He's drawing. Zoom oh. in, zoom in, <laughs> and you'll cool. see that he has a pencil in his mechanical oh, hand, and okay. he's drawing the Ewok, Stephen. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's zoomed out, it looks a bit dodgy, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, ah. that'd be quite cool because I can't draw for toffee. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't either. Never could. Um, appreciated those that that could, and so yeah, it was just a, it was a neat find, neat score. Need something to add to the Is collection. Is there a year on there, Ron, on that book? 84, I believe. 84. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, as I say, the font and all that stuff looks like totally 80s. Oh, yeah, it's Random House 80s. Oh, yeah, all the way, 84. Um, pretty decent. Very good. Yeah, mm. so that's that's limited and light for me this time. Right, is there, is there any news on the, on the sale barge? Uh, the status is remains the same. Okay. <laughs> Just like to check every month. Yeah, no, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, so for so for those that uh, are on the call and otherwise are going to be listening, or whatever, I have a sail barge that the Supreme Senator from okay. over there loves to bug me about because I it's still in the box. It is a very large uh, piece of plastic and requires the right uh, right place to be set up in in the homestead, and I do not have that, so it still remains in its shipping container. <laughs> wow. Is it like a, is it like a snap-in type of deal, or do you have to like get a screwdriver and put everything together? Um, I don't know because I obviously haven't unboxed it. Uh, <laughs> but from what I know of it, learned of it, it's all one piece. Like, there's you know. a no, there's a little bit of building, um, uh, obviously, and and and, and, and I believe box. that's part of it is why I haven't because once you once you take it out of the box and sort of build it, there's no sort of breaking it down easily or safely or you know there's not putting it back into a into into the box it's kind of out and exposed it's it's intimidating it's kind of like that that big giant black series tie fighter that that once you snap the wings onto it and everything whatever you're not breaking it back down putting it in the box jeez so you got to be committed when you when you when you open one of those things up have the space for it so do you have are you mapping out where you're going to put it I, I yes, um, I have an older house, a uh, very large, large finished off attic that's right now sort of the the, the kids' room, uh, where they game and have friends over and and uh, sleepovers or whatever kind of thing. So at some point in time, I envision being able to take over that. Awesome. But that's awesome. an that's in another couple of years, unfortunately. <laughs> no, that's cool. Congratulations on the piece. So that was with that piece, uh, long time being planned to get. Like, were you were you uh, planning to get that for some time? The the barge? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was a, I was I was an adopter or a a backer or whatever you want to say when that happened. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. So cool. so yeah, I, I I picked that. I I took a chance on it. You know, it was it was it was a salty crazy. Uh, uh, that was an endeavor. I'm like everybody bummed I didn't get two because they they did end up turning around. People were able to flip them and you know pay for the one kind of thing. I wish I would have done something like that. But but yeah, I was taking a huge gamble on the one that I got kind of thing. I remember the day that it showed up. Um, Cause I knew it was huge and I had the tracking, whatever manifest or whatever from FedEx or whatever, knew the day it was showing up. So I worked from home that day and was just anxiously awaiting this thing or whatever. <clears throat> and sure enough, it was a monster. It was huge. And I was quasi trying to sneak it into the house. Uh, past the misses, <laughs> kind of thing. Cause once it's in, then it's a little easier to explain. Yeah. Uh, not really, not really, but <laughs> anyway, like a lamp on top of the, the box. Guy, <laughs> yeah, the thing is, um, the thing is, is absolutely huge. And the FedEx guy, when he was bringing it up, I said something to him and he's like, yeah, this is the second one I delivered. I live in a small little town, small town, USA. Oh, I was like, oh, wow. interesting. There's somebody wow. else in my town that picked one of these. Wow. Up. Mm-hmm. Very look at his, see how his looks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Fantastic. That's awesome. That's that awesome. Was like, that was That's like awesome. crowdsourced, right? That, that whole thing. Yeah, it was like the, it was yeah. it was the Hasbro Labs first uh, thing, and then they did that with the Razor Crest, which I got to keep an eye on because I ended up backing that as well. So I'll see that at some point in time. Me so, too. So think 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 about this, Ron. You and uh, and the backers of that barge allowed uh, cre- were the proof of concept for Haslab being able to do this 
continuously. So because of backers like you, we're able to, I mean, I'm never going to be able to get a barge, but just the idea that that's out there for collectors. Yeah, I definitely sat on it and watched it and was leery and wondered. And I, I, my backing was, was very late into the game, you know, day or two before it was finally going to go. It's a big go, step. Stop or whatever. Cause it was just, you know, I just, you, you weren't sure how that was working or what that process was, but yeah, it's a fascinating business model that they have that they were able to do, do just that and create that thing and, and get it out there and yeah, prove to themselves and and then prove that that business model can work, that they could create something specifically for the people that want to buy it, and people and you know the Razor Crest is proof of that. I forget yeah. the numbers on the crest are obscene in yeah. terms of what I've seen of of. I believe the barge ended up being rather obscene too in terms of they they got a great number of backers. They, um, I, I I do believe that they met their quota. I think it was a the barge purchases. definitely met their yeah the the barge definitely met its quota. Um, and the the razor crest I think was exceeded far and beyond from from what I remember. That's awesome. The, you were part. I mean, basically, you're you're part of uh, merchandising history, and and as far for just you know, like I say that I um I don't have the ability to to um encourage this kind of uh, marketing uh, merchandising, but because of you know folks like you, it's you know, there's, there's, that's, I think it's awesome. Okay. Right. So. But as my member, we're supposed to be going around the table, but very good. That's, it's always good to hear about the story. We live the story of the barge. <laughs> which is, which is uh, uh, pleased to know it's not going to, its stock is rising day by day. Um, okay. Uh, Alex. Yes. Um, How your last month, Star Wars wise? Not. You know everything. what? I've, I've actually, uh, I've done a couple of Star Wars things. Um, first thing I did was uh, Audible sent me um, an email about uh, having a trial, which I had already used the trial, but they sent me an email saying, um, hey, uh, Amazon's offering a trial for, um, for Audible. And I'm like, Okay, let me let me see if they'll give me the free because they usually offer a free book. And sure enough, even though I had done the trial about about two or three years ago, I did the trial again and I was able to listen to Light of the Jedi. So I got that out of the way. And yesterday I canceled the trial so that they won't charge me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was able to um listen to light of the jedi and in in marathon fashion because i didn't want to go past the trial and get charged so i listened to that that i got that under my belt i um was watching uh an episode i I was you know i was doing stuff on the internet and i saw a picture of the gorzanti uh cruiser from rebels that that had the listening devices on it and um i remember i had made one out of uh out of out of um insulation foam and it was just sitting on my shelf and i was like huh maybe i can attach uh a, a radar dishes to this thing and and so i've been working on that <laughs> and the last thing was um i'm almost finished with the u-wing <laughs> almost oh, i was wing. able yeah i was able to recreate the wings out of some uh 
some thin wood and I and I covered in styrene sheets and uh, so I was able to to put those on and I just need to paint it and create the little action figures and and make a stand for it um, as it turns out I'm not able to close the wings because there's not enough um, the way the thing was designed as a toy the wings folded up into the the hull so i created the wings as 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 a solid piece and and it won't go into the fold so i have to keep it open so now this thing needs a place to go because i I, there's it's way too big so it's probably going to go in my attic with the rest of the stuff (laughs) and um that's that's about it for star wars oh i i you know i posted some things on 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 the site on, on the group about um, the model that William gave me. I, I've been able to replicate uh, through molding and casting oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the panels for the Death Star attack model. So I've decided I'm going to make it into a diorama and maybe have a forced perspective um, look to the thing with, uh, with the trench kind of narrowing into into the um, into the exhaust port uh, okay. access. Yeah, I so, saw those pictures. They were. Did you have to spray it black, or was no, that how it comes? You can spray it white. N- no, the uh, the plastic, the resin that I used um, comes comes black. But um, it looked nice when you paint it over. Yeah, yeah. If you all you need is like a light coat of of you know from a rattle can, a light coat of white, and it yeah. becomes this mottled gray. So. Uh, I don't know when that's going to happen because in order to do uh, the, the, as it turns out, the little panels uh, break down into smaller panels. So I think I'm going to be able to create the force perspective um, by cutting those, those parts that I, that I recast into smaller parts, but that's, that, that's going to take plotting and, and uh, I don't know how long that's going to take. So, you know, it's it's funny how your mind just kind of races and 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 you wind up doing all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> you're looking at the shelf and you're like, oh, I got to get rid of that. What am I going to do with this? What was I thinking with that? Like, I got a million projects that I can't wait to retire to not finish. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's okay. been my thing. Right on. Okay, uh, Ricky. Yes, um, I was, we are still doing the uh, saga marathon watch. So, oh, I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel for Clone Wars. So, um, just finished the uh, <laughs> old droids arc with the uh, the void and all that good stuff and Gregor. Oh. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen that episode since uh, probably I've only probably only watched it once or twice. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Like I, I actually like. You know, it's, it's the concept was kind of weird, but I mean, it's Star Wars, so after watching all this Clone Wars stuff, it is it's kind of like out of the ordinary. But um, yeah, no, I, I found it all interesting. It, it was actually kind of cool because um, we we've been watching them like in little arcs, so every time we watch something, it's like a little mini movie. So that whole all those four episodes seemed like a little you know mm. movie that they could probably kind of the same way that they did with the original Clone Wars movie, where it was just one story about you know Stinky the Hut and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to getting into uh, episode three here pretty soon. I think we got the Maul episodes next, and then uh, the Ahsoka, B 
being framed ones and all that stuff. So that's pretty cool. So I've been doing that, and then um, that's been pretty, oh, and then of course reading the books. Um, you know, we I got it. I got the uh, Light of the Jedi, and then we did the uh, what's the, the other one, Test of Courage, and I just bought Into the Dark. So looking to get into that. Um, but yeah, pretty much just that, and then just uh, chatting with people on the Instagram for the for the show and and on uh, Twitter and stuff like that. It's been pretty fun interacting with people and seeing what other people are reading and doing, and it's, it's kind of getting back into fandom there. So so that's pretty much been it, though. And playing a little bit of uh, trying to get Fallen Order done. So, But oh, yeah, wow. I'm just playing pieces at a time. But yeah, that, that game is pretty fun. I just, I just got to spend some time out of doing all this other Star Wars stuff to just sit there and play it for a while. <laughs> but, yeah. but yes, you, got the, you got the Xbox S, right? No, not yet, and I've kind of given up. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> gonna, yeah, I think I'm just gonna I, I, wait. I thought you, um, I thought you'd gotten it for Christmas. No, no, I, I plan on getting it for my birthday, and then I couldn't get any. And then um, my brother actually got one in December. Uh, he got the, the Series X, and so um, wow. which is why, yeah, which is why I've been playing with with. Uh, and he hadn't had a console in years, so I mean, it's been pretty fun uh, interacting with him on on there. But uh, yeah, cool. I mean, my Xbox One works perfectly fine. The pretty much the only reason I wanted uh, the new one was so I could put one in the bedroom and one in the other room, so we can uh, me and my because my wife and I and so does uh, my daughter. We all play Fortnite, so we like to team up and, <laughs> and destroy people. That is um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, that's another thing I've been doing too. They're they're doing the whole Mandalorian um, thing for the current season. So uh, yeah, I've been playing as Mando, and and uh, they actually had a new um, type of uh, was a game. A gameplay in there where you, it's basically you get a bounty puck and you have to take out everyone and whoever gets the most credits um, is the top leader and then once you're the top leader Mando comes and tries to just take you out so uh, so that's been pretty fun I did we did beat it like twice so um, but yeah that's it's just kind of cool that they've implemented the stuff from the show when they would I mean it, it actually looks like the show with the bounty puck and it shows the image of the guy's head and that's who you got to go kill and all that stuff so is is it a is it a kind of like a campaign? Like, do you Not don't so have much. to interact with other, other against other players, do you? No, yeah, you're killing other players that are like actual, you know, other online players. So it's it's really? a that's the battle royale thing. Yeah, it's still the same thing, but um, it's just it's Mandalorian themed. So do you, do you fight? I I I don't know if it was um the Mandalorian DLC, but is the slave one there? Does it no, does it show up? No. It's the Razor Crest. I mean, right? the Razor. Yeah, the Razor Crest is there, and it's like he like crashed in the Fortnite Planet Island thing there. So, uh, yeah, so he's, like, guarding that. So once you get close to him, he'll just snipe you from, like, miles away. So you got to work out. Wow. Yeah, and if you kill him, you get his weapon, uh, the big stick. Well, I don't remember what it, I never remember what the name Beskar, was. Uh, spear. Yeah, the Beskar spear. Yeah, no, the um, the, the blaster weapon. One with the the disruptor. Yeah, so, like, okay. if you kill him, you get that, and that thing's, like, the best sniper gun ever. Oh, in man. Yeah. Wow. I might you get hit I might, once with that, and you're dead. Yeah, that's, that's, I might have to. Too. <laughs> wow yeah it's pretty, it's might, pretty fun and i'm, I'm just look. waiting yeah no i'm sorry i'm just waiting for the uh the star wars skins to rotate around because they, they did at one point have ray and finn and stormtroopers and all that stuff in there, which i didn't jump on when they came out so i'm hoping they rotate that back out and i can buy one of those so i can play mm-hmm. the troopers but, yeah. no it's really fun. i mean if you like playing video games anyways and it's free i mean yeah you can um play the season without having to pay and Mando's still in there but um if you want to earn any of the the skins and stuff then that yeah you have to sign up for the thing but yeah you can just totally jump in there and play for free and get killed by Mando if you want 
Were were you on Fortnite when the great when the last the great oh. era was Kurt? Did you hear that announcement? Oh yeah, no, we we watched that that day when it came out. Yeah, oh wow. Yeah. For uh, Red Skywalker, that was pretty cool. They showed the whole nice. preview for uh, Red Skywalker and J.J. Abrams came out in Fortnite. Yeah. And all that. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That's the only place you could hear that um, message from the Emperor. Yeah. If you're that's, playing Fortnite. That's, that's cross-marketing. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. It's been fun. Okie dokie. Right on. And uh, Will. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Had some technical yeah. difficulties there, but I'm back. Um, so yeah, pretty much the same as a lot of people uh, reading The High Republic. So it started with The Light of the Jedi, and then um, I got into the comics. The, so there are two issues in, in the Marvel book. Uh, one issue in, in the IDW, which is the IDW title, which is called uh, The High Republic Adventures. And I, I really enjoyed all three of those 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 comics. They're really good. Uh, lots of talk. Tie-ins to the novel itself, obviously, and even the some of the, the previous issue in, in the comic and stuff. And the art is really cool. So, I'm, like I said, I'm enjoying those. Um, something that sort of was a, a, a holdover from Christmas time was I started doing a 4K rewatch of the saga, including the um, the spinoffs, and I've uh, been really enjoying that. I, I think in the group I posted um, some, some sort of uh, comparison pictures between um, what was what Disney Plus streams and the actual 4K off the disc, and um, so with some of the other members we were talking about it, and it, <clears throat> there's a very marginal difference between what's on Disney Plus and what's off the disc. It's very marginal, but and you can notice it in certain spots. Um, I guess one spot that I that we sort of picked up on it was um, the scene when Vader in Episode Four when Vader walks through the tent of Four Quarter, and you're looking at his the the you know the helmet you can see a lot of a lot of great detail in the helmet and that's that was one place where we really picked up on the difference between the disc and the difference between disney plus just more detail uh and deeper sort of black colors deeper saturation of the colors um off the disc so for anyone <clears throat> on the fence i mean it's it's a marginal difference it's not huge uh by any stretch i mean they're they look beautiful i mean it's a 43 year old film now so you know, I'm just wondering, kind of, as you're saying that, how much better can they possibly get? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, what, talking, given what they were recorded in, I mean, how yeah. much better can you? Get well, them? I mean, the the, the technology, the way the talk technology is now, I mean, the TV will actually upscale your PlayStation or your 4K player. In in some cases, will actually upscale it so it looks even better. So yeah, it, it's a valid question. Is is in terms of like they shot it on a certain <laughs> definition. Mm. Um, and then like how much more can they pull out of it right it's it's a really good question of how, how much deeper can we go here with this but um yeah i don't know i think 4k uh, is going to be here for a little while now because i'm starting to see it pop up a lot more at regular retail so i think that's the format for the foreseeable future ak obviously is bearing down as well with ak tvs coming but uh but yeah, like I said, I guess my 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 bottom line from that was, or my my findings from it was very marginal difference, but there there was a difference between the disc versus the actual streaming. Um, and then um, what else have I been up to? Not too much more in terms of Star Wars. Uh, I did receive a cool gift from a Star Wars friend of mine. He sent me some Tales of the Jedi comics, and uh, he and I were talking about doing like a little discussion on those. Uh, once I get, I have I need to get some more of those because actually I. I I didn't get I didn't get the full runs when I was back in the 90s. I was a poor student, so fortunately I didn't get all those. But um, 
Yeah, I got that. It was a cool gift from him. And uh, I did get the Black Series Quill. Um, I found that wow. last week. So, And Alex, you found – did you find Jar Jar? Did I see that post? You posted that. You uh, Jar no, Jar? no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw the announcement. Um, I was a Target farting around, and uh, I saw um, – it was – I saw a new figure. It, it had it had a gold. I didn't really care for the tape figure, so I didn't. I don't remember. But yeah. the the box was different, and it had a gold um, gold um, gold accents on it. And I was like, "Is this a new line of black figures?" And then I, I went online, and they sure enough, there's Jar Jar is one of them, and and I um, I think Khalil might be part of that that release also. I've seen Jar Jar out in the wild. They've they've changed the Black Series uh, yep. packaging to reflect um to to add some color to the side or whatever, and yeah. it, it is a nice look or whatever. What's interesting yeah. uh, seeing Jar Jar in the wild, they mu- he must be uh, case shipped because a recent oh. uh, toy run that I was at, the only thing on the shelf was like twelve Jar Jars, and it wasn't like <laughs> it was picked over. It was it was. It really looked like they emptied a case and put it on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Kind of wow. That sounds right. all they have right now because all the Star Wars shelves are just empty. Like it's very hit or miss. Uh, you know, yeah. the yeah. supply chain is is definitely disrupted from from COVID. It seems or whatever, and it's very spotty and hit or miss. Um, and and the limited toy runs that I've been making or whatever, just the stores, their staffing must be down too or whatever because the toy aisles yeah. from from one week to the next week or two weeks later, whatever, it looks the same. They haven't reorganized it, haven't restocked it, haven't uh, done anything to it, kind of thing, or whatever. So yeah, I think everything is still still being COVID affected at, at this point. A couple mm-hmm. points points there, even to go back to you, Ron, and your the sail barge. I mean, that whole this whole Haslab feels like it was a it was a great experiment for us collectors in that you know we're, we're having so much trouble trying to get this stuff at regular retail it, it really begs the question of like how long before they start putting cases actually i think they're already doing it but how long before they start putting cases full cases up and we could just order directly from hasbro because and cut out everybody else because it's just becoming such a nightmare to try to get some of this stuff especially if you're a completist or something like that like you if you want to get it all and you know, it's just, it's so difficult. Um, uh, you know, I have a wholesaler here locally and um, I'm in Eastern, for Eastern Canada here. And if it wasn't for the wholesaler, like I would miss complete waves, exclusive, yeah. like just, just impossible. Right. So that's my, you know, I feel like, I, I hope this is where they're going with it is that, you know, let's just deal directly with Hasbro. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. it must be something with shipping, or because I mean I can't find Pokemon cards either. Any there's like all the toys that I want to collect and, and stuff is like gone. Like, yeah, it's all right, okay, uh, right. So it's uh, it's me. Um, well, it's me. So uh, High Republic Rise, which we'll get on to uh, shortly next ish. Um, I have let me see what have I done. I have. Totally spoiled myself on on the Life of the Jedi book by reading about it and hearing other people written about it rather than me actually reading it. So I've, I've had the cheats guide to it. Obviously, I've missed out a lot of finer detail, but uh, at least I have the gist. Um, and I have read the first issue of the comic. I can't remember what one it is. It's the one with Skier training his Padawan one on it. I'm not sure what the title is. Issue That's one. Marvel. Is. That's the Marvel. It's the Marvel. It's the Marvel one. Yeah. Yep. Um, I've just seen when I was clicking around randomly, as I do when 
people talking sorry it's nothing personal but just seen some way of uh, cheating the system to met to get hold of the other star wars things so it thinks i'm in the u.s um so i might be doing i might be doing that later to get hold of the um the other issues and stuff you're talking about the one and two um high republic adventures stuff um i'll have a go at that because i don't like being too far behind and i brought the um i brought the uh, the the cheats guide also the the children's edition of the light of the jedi which i've already forgotten the, the title to Somebody remind me, Will, what's it called? The, the children's version? Is it of the Light Great Jedi? Storm? Is it the, is that yeah, what it's the called? Great, the Great Jedi Rescue? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Great Jedi go. Rescue, that's right. Yep, yep, go. that's it. I, uh, I I bought that and I listened to that. <laughs> slash Reddit. 24 pages, even I could do that. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I was I was well spent after that. Um, so <laughs> that's that's helped as well. It's really good actually. I have to say, I I I, I lap that all because there's great artwork in it, which obviously don't get in the actual um, the hardcore book. Um, so it really did um, and it really did help bring it to life a bit more. And also um, the narration was quite good. They actually put some you know background noise and stuff in it, which I wasn't expecting at all. I wasn't even expecting to listen to it. I just thought just a you know just a, a digital book. But it said play, and I thought, what the hell? And uh, it was wonderfully um, narrated. Um, so there's that. And also, I've re-begun the um, Clone Wars rewatch, which I got so far to about a year ago, and then totally forgot that I was doing it. Um, so I restarted that. <laughs> and uh, I'm around about the, uh, as I said in the group, I'm around about the, the Boba. Boba tries to kill Mace multiple times arc. Um <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it's really interesting. That brings up a lot of um, other topics as well, which I won't go into now because we're not talking about that. So yeah, that's uh, that's I think that's about that's about it. I mean, and obviously trying to find the various means of acquiring stuff which we can't get in the UK um, at the moment. Uh, it's got to be done. Okay. Oh, and I have read the latest Fader and what we call it, Star Wars Saga, the one in between. Uh, Empire and uh, Return of the Jedi, I think, isn't it? Yeah, the entire Yeah, kind of Star Wars series. Yeah, just really good as well. I have to say, been quite impressed with both of them. Uh, that's something else we'll probably talk about as well is the uh, the Darth Vader thing, which has gone from terrible to pretty good, in, in my opinion. Um, okay, so we've gone round the table, the great big virtual table, and we shall now. Uh, move ourselves along to the High Republic, and before we before we go into it in any great depth, we just need to check who has read what, who knows what, so we can gauge our how much we totally spoil each other by saying too much or saying too little. Um, Will, I know you've seen it, you've read digest about everything there is to digest. Pretty much, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. much up to date on, in terms of the novels and the comics. Okay, Alex has you read Light of the Jedi? Yeah, I've I've listened to <laughs> the Light oh, of the Jedi. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. You basically done it. That's it. Is that it for you? Yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, I um, if you have an Audible account, I think I can share the book with you. That's an interest. Yeah, I I I have come close to buying it, but it would take it would take me like three months to get through it, and by the time that time, be another two books out. But yeah, <laughs> it's um. <laughs> It's an idea. I am tempted to, to actually do to actually acquire it, even okay. though I know the gist of things now because I just hear so many great reviews and yeah. bits and bobs. I really yeah. think it's worth 
my time even if it takes me months to get through it if just just you know if you ever decide that you want to listen to it you know it's i i i listen to it on the commute and at work during break and, mm. and before you know it it's like a 13 hour book before you know it it's all it's all done and um it takes less um yeah. less well, effort a day? Than, What's that? than three weeks yeah something, yeah good. just just about so yeah. it's you know less last um it takes less effort to listen and and there's sound effects and it paints a picture oh, right. in your mind you, yeah you have yeah you've sold, yeah. sold it out uh, yeah. uh ricky you're near the end of like did you no I, I read uh um, light of the jedi um i just finished that on friday which i'm kind of glad we, we decided to talk about it because it really motivated me to finish the book because i have a bad habit of just like picking it up and then forgetting um but yeah i did light of the jedi uh, just finished Test of Courage yesterday. Both were really good. I just bought Into the Dark. I haven't read any of the um, any of I that book yet. I think literally Test of Courage comes out tomorrow in the UK, so I should oh, wow. probably be a Yeah, that one's actually pretty good. I mean, it's a uh, it's shorter than um, I mean, because it's supposed to be like what ages nine to twelve. Yeah. Book. But I mean, it doesn't really read that way. But I mean, it's it's a good book. Um, but yeah, I haven't read any of the comics. I I did sign up for the Marvel Unlimited again, like I had, and they're not on there. So that was a waste. <laughs> But <laughs> but hopefully they you know something pops up on the, yeah I think the other one is IDW anyways the adventures but um yeah I was really hoping to get the main series on there but it, I guess it's not on what's the other one that they used for the for the comics Comicsology was that the one Com- mentioned Comics on, that's the one uh, I've they just mentioned seen it on, that you on can uh, the High Republic show they they said mm-hmm. catch the um the comics on there but I I forget what it was. But yeah, I, I'm gonna have to dive into those because just hearing you guys talk about them and looking at the artwork, it's kind of interesting. And then yeah, just yeah. somebody has posted how they uh, um, tricked um, the cosmology uh, website um, to thinking that they were in the U.S. and stuff and acquired the uh, mm. the new stuff. So they they printed out their little details of how they did it exactly and read it. So I'm gonna try that <laughs> myself and see whether I can acquire some stuff. Um, uh, Ron, have you do you know anything about <laughs> Spo- spoil away yep nope star wars for me is 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 what's on screen right so okay. so uh the books and the comics were never never what? never something i uh, uh consumed um well, but i don't mind being yeah, no. spoiled or hearing about it to, to, and it's, learning about it be quite intrigued well exactly yeah i mean we can even talking generally there's quite a lot we can all uh talk about and stuff but there, that means there have been several short YouTube stuff um, where they've gone through some of the characters. I'm sure I think that's a good idea to go through them, especially for Ron, who help um, yeah. with some uh, answer some questions and bring up some more debate. So I should just get my UE2B. Um, and I guess, I, I guess from a recorded thing that, that people are listening to or whatever. So so we're discussing the High Republic books that. Yeah, there's been books and comics. Isn't books it? and comics, and if I understood, from, uh, looking at it from the outside or whatever, there was, uh, you wanted to read the comic before the book, if I recall correctly, or there, there's one before the other, there's a bit of a spoiler or something. Books first, isn't it? Right, so you want yeah, to they, the yeah, book. yeah, the books are Well, there's comics. actually some short stories first, but, but... Generally, yeah, they generally say read them in terms of release, right? So okay. just, to, just to backtrack a little bit, and, yep. and I think I think I just heard Stephen mention it in Star Wars Insider number 199. They had a Charles. I think it was Charles Soul. he had a um, short story, part one of his his story. Um, and it's it's essentially two characters that and again, I don't want to, to go too deep into any of this, but it's two characters that we actually do meet up with in the novel. 
um, and they're sort of on the Starlight uh, Starlight Beacon, which is the which is that sort of space station that you see on the cover and a lot of the artwork and stuff, which is essentially what the series is largely based around. Um, but yeah, in so it is the short story, and then it goes into the light of the Jedi. Um, there was a spoiler, I believe, in the. Um, it was very minor, but it, it is a character death. Uh, there was a spoiler in the Marvel issue number one, um, so it was good to finish. Um, it was good to finish the novel before you read that issue number one. Um, so many that. character deaths, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. let's get so let's get this let's get this right clear. How exactly how many years is this all before um, the Phantom Menace? So two hundred years, I believe, is I'm the sorry, number that has been yeah, yeah that I've heard of, heard bandied about. Right, and then do we? It's, and I know this in phases. This is going to go. Is this when we get to like the third phase and that kind of stuff? This is going to go pretty close to uh, the Phantom Menace ish era. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Uh, I've I've heard a rumor that the Acolyte uh, Disney Plus series is going to take place 50 years before um, the Phantom Menace. So, and again, it's just a rumor. Just take it with a grain of salt, but. Um, so if we if we look at the um, the High Republic as the three phases, maybe that's are they going to take us right up to the Phantom Menace? Are they going to sort of butt against that? I, I don't know. That's they haven't said yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Is Yoda in this? Yes. Right. He is. I thought. I mean, limited. He's in the car. They're not focusing or whatever, but but he's obviously around and a part of all of what's what's doing in yeah, all these stories. Yeah. They, they, he makes, uh, he's mentioned briefly in, in the Charles So novel, but I yeah. think he appears in the comics, right? Yeah, and something that was interesting in, in, the, in that first Marvel issue was, it seems like Yoda is, is coming back from a sabbatical. Like, I don't know, yeah. there's a bit of a mystery there. I don't know where he went or why he was there, or, but they're, they're kind of saying to him, like, oh, geez, we didn't think you were going to be back so soon. So where was he and what was he doing? I don't know. Um, one of the one of the um, graphics you see in some of these launch trailers, and, and I find this actually very thematic of the of this series in general, is you see kind of this light spreading through different points of the mm. galaxy. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, the title of the title of the book is Light of the Jedi. So I found that to be a theme that sort of carries throughout not only the novel uh, and the the comics, but I just feel like that theme of we hear Alec Guinness or Obi-Wan talk about, you know, the Jedi were the guardians of peace and justice in the old Republic. And I feel like that is really sort of their launching point for this series. It's they're showing the Jedi um, at, at a more civilized time. Um, mm. And just, you really get a sense and it's very positive and optimistic of just what the, what the Jedi are up to, what, what they look like, what, what that looked like back 200 years prior to A New Hope. Mm. Um, and it's, I feel like it's a symbol, symbolic of uh, the, the graphic that they show, I think they might even show it here, where there's light spreading throughout the galaxy, and this starlight, starlight uh, beacon um, is, again, it's a beacon of hope, a beacon of light. It's a, this, yep. this setting, the, setting the tone for this series is very much, uh, there's, there's no war, there but so they they can re- devote their resources to helping people is really mm-hmm. and, and i found they, that they was very a, they kind of I, like described it as the anti-death star like, yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and it, i found that very uh refreshing in, in a way you know not 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 mm-hmm. that uh, no wars it's going to be boring or anything because it's not yeah. But um, I found that was a, a nice, uh, refreshing take in this sort of uh, uh, tumultuous time that sometimes we live in. 
to me at this point at this point in time that with that the uh the series um is starting they've been doing they've been at their peak for about a thousand years haven't they pretty much i believe so yeah yeah um, thousand, so, thousand, thousand, thousand generations. Well, yeah, right. Uh, it was, a, it was a kind of thing where they only just—they've they've been at their peaks and on. They've only just got to putting this starlight beacon at the outer, at the outer room and stuff. They don't just go into the outer section. That's right, aren't they? That's um, right. Yeah, so yeah, it's I'm, like just, everything's like in the core. This is where it all goes know. wrong, basically, isn't it? I suppose essentially is that they've been doing pretty well in the central areas, and then now they obviously they have been in the outer areas, of course. But uh, now when they're trying to make it a bit more uh, permanent, yeah. that, that the outer areas, shall we say, are pushing back in some, re- in, in, in some respects. Like these yeah. books are literally the expanded universe of the Star Wars galaxy. <laughs> and they're actually expanding out, right? Yeah. Yes. They're, they're, yep. it, which is literally, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literary and literally, <laughs> they're... Okay, so I'll whisk through these ones, one after the other. So one, two, three, there's uh, four Jedi-ish characters. Yeah, this one is uh, for Vanessa Rowe, who's actually the main Jedi in uh, Test of Courage. So. All right, okay, excellent. Okay, all right, so I'll whisk through the ones. Let's take about five minutes, and then we shall have a little... What uh, is Test of chat. Courage? Uh, Test of Courage is like the uh, the elementary school age book, I guess, that came out. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's like ages nine to twelve. At my level. And that and that um, <laughs> does, does that words. run does that run along? So you're saying that uh, kind of test of courage. Yeah, I mean. Oh, so you, it's 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 um, I I just want to um, determine if it's a a a, a child version of, uh, no, Light of the Jedi. No, no, no it's a completely a, it's a side story. It's it's a okay, completely okay. different. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't okay. actually say call it a side story, but it's like an event that happened within the same time frame. Of yeah, like, Ricky, okay. I, I wonder if you should. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if we want to just go ahead with the videos, but I wonder, Ricky, if you yeah. should come back to Test of Courage and uh, yeah. elaborate a little bit on the plot. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one. I think I'm just going to say I think the uh, what I would call the hardcore novels are sort of like in the High Republic era. They're, these are sort of like the films, aren't they, in some respects? Yeah. Yeah. The def- they're the yep. definitive hardcore um, central story, shall we say, and everything else is sort of uh, filling in and adding other bits and and stuff. Is sure. that pretty much true? Yeah, that, I think so. I think so. They introduce a lot of characters in Light of the Jedi, so it seems that you know people get promoted, people die, people leave, people go. So um, I think that you're right. This is um, the the novels are the the film uh, of the and and um the film equivalent to or the literary equivalent to the films. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So let's whack it up full screen ish and play away. Centuries before the rise of the empire, prosperity, pioneering, and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. Vernestra Rowe is the gifted Miri Allen Padawan of Jedi Master Stellan Geos. Her connection to the Force and her skills with the lightsaber are exemplary. At just 15 years old, Vern passed her Jedi trials and became one of the youngest Jedi Knights in the history of the Republic. Vern may be young and inexperienced, but the Jedi Council sees great promise while accompanying delegates to the Starlight Beacon launch ceremony. A great disaster strikes. 
and Vern steps up to take command on her very first mission. This era is one of adventure and exploration for the Jedi, as they work to protect the Republic and illuminate the darkest corners of the galaxy with the light of the Force. See, that's that's that. really cool, right? Like if I, I love that I, bit at the end. Yeah, I have to say. Yeah, yeah I I just I can imagine myself being a you know seven eight year old kid on a Saturday morning and just seeing that. I mean, that's 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 epic, right? Like that's. Oh, my daughter is begging for a show. Like she yeah, was, that's, absolutely. That's an interesting, interesting concept, right? That you just said there, right? The Saturday morning cartoon aspect of what that, what this could be, type of yep. thing would would be fascinating. Because right, it's Star Wars, it's new characters, it's things you know, it's things you, the the kid would cause I recognize, but they could hear different stories and 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 really be entertained by. It. Yeah, that is an interesting, unfortunate thing that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, you never know. Well, I, well, I've heard rumors. Well, yeah, well, I'm right, you know, with the Disney Plus and needing content and needing a reason for to sign new people up and and you know you, you have to you can't be static with the with the content you have and just rely on or whatever. Yeah, they very easily could present a present something that's a, a Saturday morning cartoon type of fodder that that w- would allow for some content and and visually tell these stories that may have already been told in book form or comic book form. But right, let a kid watch it. Sorry. Okay. All right. We'll keep we'll, we'll skip through these. I just thought yeah, about them because loves, loves those characters. Right. She, she thought she was so cool, like Bernice Rowe. Like. All right. We'll move on. What's the next one? Uh, is it Avon? Avon. 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 She's the main Jedi in uh, Light of the Yeah. Centuries yeah. before the rise of the Empire, prosperity, pioneering, and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. Jedi Master Avar Chris is the paragon of the Order. Her compassion as a leader is inspiring. While abundant, many abilities, some more rare than others. One of the simplest things that separates Avar from the other Jedi is that she sees the Force as music, eliciting tone, rhythm, and a beat. In an event that would come to be known as the Great Disaster, a ship traveling through hyperspace is thrown from its course without warning and plummets towards a nearby planet that is home to billions. Master Chris steps up to lead the rescue effort. The High Republic is an era where the Jedi protect the glorious Republic from dangerous pirates, marauders, and raiders. But as the Republic expands its reach into the fringes of the galaxy, unpredictable threats await. Alex, Alex, you have a really interesting take on that character uh, in regards to their force ability. Can you do you want to expand on that a little bit? I I I thought that the idea of um, having having a Jedi who sees um, the force as music is is you know it's kind of it's kind of beautiful you know in in the sense that that people of all uh, abilities right um can kind of relate to music it's it's and and the force being uh so connected to nature and and life and death and things like that i i for someone to be able to close their eyes and and be able to just read the force as as music and to you know it's i, I was gonna say i you know, the, it's like harmony. Without putting too, what, yeah, without putting too fine a point on it, you know, people who are differently abled might be able to relate to something like this. Not not synesthesia necessarily. That's when you can 
see uh, colors as sounds and such, but but just as a almost like a calming force. I, I remember seeing a documentary about uh, people with, who were suffering from Alzheimer's, and uh, in their in their younger years, they were musicians or dancers and such, and when you play music for them, they, they can be like in a veget. Uh-huh. Oh, we lost. We lost Alex. Oh, yeah, it seems like we did. Oh, the, the thing I find fascinating about it, hearing it, is it, it's much like Ezra and his ability to, to sort of connect with animals. Or whatever. Yeah. It's a neat way yeah. to sort of differentiate uh, Jedi and, and their, th- that they have a bit of a specialty or they connect yes. with the force in different ways. So yeah. I find it, I find it a neat bit of creative. Yeah. They do kind of explain that. We know them. Yeah, they do kind of explain that in the book how each Jedi kind of feels the Force their own way. There's another one that he he sees the Force as like an ocean, you know, like he's in in the water, and that's how he can tell, you know, when things are happening. It's like Spidey sense kind of thing, you know. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a neat thing as 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 we go forward and we try to have, you know, thousands of Jedi or whatever to to that they're not all the same individual with the same Force power, and that you know they could do any yeah. any one could be inserted into this situation. It's kind of a uh, a Justice League type of thing where you're going to yeah. want this particular Jedi in this situation to help, you know, a Kit Fisto underwater type of thing or something. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that really really can make for some some fun stories you know some some really fascinating stories um uh, moving forward with this uh, sort of concept i'm intrigued by it this, this, this whole thing seeing that um i know we've got other videos to play but we can talk anyway um this whole thing we've seen that the graphic at the end with the lights sort of bobbing around the uh, the whole galaxy and that kind of stuff it got me thinking about um where we are now if we, if we take exactly where we are where we've reached to in the star wars uh saga at the end of uh, the sequel train doing that kind of stuff and ray strolling off in the sand and that kind of thing um and there's none i mean essentially if we're, if we're talking we're talking about when in the high republic era whether it's like the the the, the jedi being ruled not say ruling things but it have been everywhere for about a thousand years obviously when they're at that height you get the idea that there's generally peace and there's nothing else going on. Um, well, obviously in the outer areas there is. And then when you come to where we are now with the sequel trilogy, we've got like one Jedi. I mean, there's, it's quite clear that it's not Gaul's not going to be. Um, yeah, there's not nothing's going to actually reach that level of peace and no big threat unless you've got unless you reach this kind of overly balanced stuff when it's the uh, the light is everywhere. So exactly where they, this is another thing, it's where they're going from now. It's all this kind of like bringing balance to the force and um, and that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, you, you know what I mean? That, that, whole, that point, whole element yeah. of light and what is, you know, what is the, the chosen one and the balance and that kind of stuff and just trying to work out. It's like a... It's like a reset. Just, they want. They want yeah, to sorry, that's I'm an sorry, interesting Steve. thing, Stephen. So right, you're trying to work it in my head around it all. Right. The the during this time, it's kind of all it, it's peaceful and light is everywhere. So why is there a prophecy about the balance of a or a chosen one bringing balance if if during this time they were they had things when kind of quasi happen? under yeah. control? Yeah. Why why the need for for a chosen one to bring balance to the force if they had things Wait, so under control that's during probably all. why they were apprehensive about Anakin being the chosen one because they 
didn't really care for the prophecy because but, but, well okay so there you go yeah right they, they, we don't need a pro or why the prophecy if if you believe in the prophecy we we don't necessarily don't think the prophecy is necessary because well, we've got everything under control we, we're shining well, light is is having light across you know, most of the central galaxy is that classed as balance i mean that's not i mean Balance is 50-50, isn't it? I think I remember. Yeah, but it's not see, this, 18, we've 18, discussed, 20 in favor of the Jedi sort of thing. Right, we've, we've gone around it, but it's not balance in terms of you have equal number of good guys versus equal number of bad guys. To, to me, I always interpreted the balance of the force is, 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 is always the fight within yourself when you have that power to only use it for good. To not, you know, use it to influence a, a gambling uh, thing or something, you know, that you're constantly struggle, and we do that in human, in, in the real world, that you constantly struggle to do good, you know, to to not speed down the road, to to to, you know, just there's constantly things in your life that you're struggling to keep keep in check and keep in balance and, and keep the good as your focus. And, and to me, that's what that means to be the balance of the forces is to, is to, is yeah. to keep that power in check so that you're only and always using it for, for good and not succumbing to the dark side. That is, I got this power. I could do anything I want. With and it and kind I of think thing. that's, I remember hearing something about George uh, describing the balance about how it's not necessarily, like you said, you know, 50, 50, it's like, you know, the, everything's supposed to be peaceful, but, of course, you have to have people there to course correct if you know yeah, somebody gets out of line. And that seems then that seems kind of like how these books have been because um, yeah, it's peaceful, but they still have to go out and do certain things to you know stop a planet from fighting with you know and stuff like that and, and you know stop crime and, and all these kind of atrocities that that have kind of happened here and there and skirmishes. They're there to like be the peacekeepers and like okay, let's just you know not fight and find out a different you know diplomatic way. Um, well, it, it seems like. Like Stephen, in in the book, you, um, you you're bringing up an an interesting point because in the book, one of the one of the villains or bad guys or antagonists mm. or whatever you want to call them mm. uh, complains that the Jedi, with their good, come into an, a region that they're not needed, and right. and they're and they're well needed it. A villain, a bad guy is never going to say that we need cops, right? So he's, but he's saying that you bring your own brand of justice. Everything is cool as long as we do what you say. So mm. uh, coming from the mouth of a, of, a, of a person whose intent is to do bad, that's, uh, that's you know, that's pretty self-serving. But how so many regular citizens are thinking the same thing you know farmers and well, yeah miners but, and such but that's, that's the very nature sorry sorry Stephen. i just want to finish it. um Flo dave filoni tells the story of when he first met george lucas and he says he went into the room and he, he mostly listened to listen to george but george explained to him how the jedi actually worked and he george explained that the jedi would come into a sort of a negotiation type scenario where maybe there was a civil war and the Jedi would put their lightsaber on the table as if to say, all right, here's how it's going to go, or otherwise, I got this lightsaber here. So, right. I mean, ultimately, that is kind of what they are. Um, but as the book kind of interestingly brings up, yeah, maybe that's not the right, <laughs> maybe that's not the right approach. This, this aggressive negotiations isn't the right, uh, yeah. right way to go, right? So, no, it's, it's an interesting point that you guys, uh, that you just brought up. But if that... Well, I was going to quickly ask, but what is the, uh, I don't know if it's been answered in the books yet, what is the dynamic between the, the Jedi and the Republic? Are they 
sort of like the police for the Republic? Are they like the, I mean, is it like a, it's kind of like they're like the monks. Like the you know, religious. Team, so obviously the, uh, the Republic is, in some respects, that it's seen that their chosen religion, a bit like in the UK, our chosen religion is, is Christianity and sort of thing as a whole. Um, so that the Republic have chosen the Jedi as their, um, well, they haven't chosen, but it's, you know, it's developed in that way. Yeah. So I'm wondering, what is the dynamic between the Republic? And obviously, at this point in time, they blend, they're, they're one and all. But, I mean, how did that, do we know that how that all from what I gathered from reading, is you know, like the Jedi, it seems like where when we've seen the prequels, you know, the Chancellor dispatches the Jedi to go here, you go do this, you go. In these books, they ask the Jedi if they can help, and I think that's the big difference. Yeah, yeah, but yeah they're well, back. Well, they're the backup. Yeah, right. right. One of the they're characters, maybe, one of the characters in the in the Into the Dark book that I'm currently reading, <clears throat> actually refers to the Jedi as Jedi uh, warrior monks. That's what they actually. Wow. Are. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, and that's a concept, right? Because if you can use your your religious, um, if if we're gonna call the Jedi a religion, if you're gonna use your religion as um, as a as a backdrop to your enforcement of rules that are set down by a government, eventually well, yeah, you're you gonna be, run. You could be labeled as a crusader or something like right. that. Right. You know? You're gonna event and and you might eventually run afoul of of the government. Yeah. So there's there's also this idea, which I, I think it's done quite well in the in the light of the Jedi, is you get a cross section. You're getting a cross section of young Jedi or Padawans. You're getting a cross section of maybe thirty to forty year old Jedi. You're also getting a, a, a sampling of some really older Jedi, and and all in within that spectrum, you're seeing Orthodox. You're seeing you know, by the rules, yeah. kind of like Obi Wan Kenobi was, but you're also seeing Jedi that do uh, loose and fast. You know, uh, they're playing by the uh, playing outside the rules, I should say. Um, yeah, and it's it's an interesting. Uh, you know, you talk about diversity, but that's there in terms of age um, and, and experience level and knowledge and wisdom. That's that's all there in the books. Um, it, in, in that in that in that first book, anyway. Um, I just thought yeah, that one was of my really favorite ones was the really old Jedi. That, that yes. one of my favorite characters. From the book. Yeah. yeah, Ponder. I think his name was Ponder, and okay. and uh, something happened to him. But but you know what? Him, yeah. Yeah. He What's dead. They're all dead. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's uh there's it kind of the light of the Jedi kind of ends in not a cliffhanger, but uh, you know, all there are a couple of loose threads that are going to be tied up in the next book, I suppose. But there's, um, you know, the, like William was saying about the diversity. I read um, the Padawan who becomes a knight as a male, but I think she, I think it's a female, the Morellian. I, I, is, yeah. you know what? There's so many names. Is that Brenestra? I think so. Yeah, I no, think so. Yeah, so you know, it's 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 interesting that as I was reading the book, I I thought of her as a young teen, a young young teenage boy. I really um, look forward to a companion book, um, you know, your visual guide kind of stuff to. Oh, I I haven't looked sure at any of the yeah, pictures. I keep having so. to Google like what they look like on. on <laughs> I mean, I would I would love to have a like official guide kind of stuff to. Uh, version of this kind I'm of thing. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure it happened yeah. at some point, of course, yeah. but yeah. only now, isn't it? But, uh, yeah. Love to. Well, I'm just thinking, like, for me at the moment, I'm thinking 
at this High Republic time, the Jedi are kind of in a more spiritual kind of way. And then by the time we get to the prequel journey, they've become very religious, very defined religious, you know, divine, divine ways of doing stuff. And maybe a bit old, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go down the path of labeling religion as being old and, uh, and uh, yeah, rigid and that kind of stuff. But yeah, they kind of got set in their ways by that point, and yeah. things can only be done certain ways. And you can see, you can well, see it's the a progression. Bit more free yeah. and liberal, and uh, and yeah, there's there's no none of that kind of you know we must you know I don't know we must pray at you know nine o'clock in the morning, then ten o'clock at night, that kind of stuff. It's just very much the living the force rather than having yeah, to worship it when it comes yeah. to sort of like uh, the prequel right. trilogy. Yeah. Hmm. I think the Jedi Council we see in the Phantom Menace is uh, maybe the last adherent of of that of this of this High Republic type of um, of Jedi worship or Jedi practicing is is Qui Gon. Um, maybe Yoda, who who has um, you know because I think Yoda because he wants to be part of the collective doesn't impose any of his of his um judgments on on the other jedi in the council but i think he sees things a little bit more clearly almost like he's watching history history repeat itself yeah but to to but to impose his judgment on masters of who are already a force ghost you know yeah yeah i think yeah i mean yeah yeah I mean, yeah, thinking about what Yoda, because Yoda's around at this time, thinking about what he knows and what he sees and what he's going to witness and stuff, it's kind of a light surprise. I mean, I know things have been written in, in back to front, but it's kind of a surprise that he doesn't really pick up on a bit more. And it's only sort of like the last, shall we say, the last um, moment of the uh, the Republic that he's doing this uh, transfer into the life force kind of stuff. You would think I mean, they would have been it, right really... on this. When you're in it, you don't really notice any changes, and you know it's like going back and looking in the mirror, and then you look at an old photograph from like you know 15 years ago, like whoa, I did it. Suppose, suppose, probably, yeah. probably, yeah. <laughs> it's Maybe. just, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think um, there's a, there's, there's a philosophy where if you think too much, you won't act, and I think that's what, what got into the Jedi Council of, of the prequels, just constantly. There's so many problems that that they're trying to solve during the Clone Wars, or just the aggression leading up to the Clone Wars, that they're f- paralyzed by bureaucracy and the Chancellery and and the and the actual bureaucracy didn't help. So, uh, but I also believe that you know Sidious was a practicing je- uh, a Sith. The 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 shrouded the dark side clouds everything, right? That's not nothing. Even if you have a group of force users that are so mired in the day-to-day minutia of, of almost, I mean, they're at the seat of government. The Coruscant is, is the center. They're not out there actively. You know, Qui Gon was a was a ranger, I guess, with Obi Wan. He was sent as an ambassador. He's out there in the world. And then you have other guys who who sit there and create law and, and policy. Well, and and I and, think like in the future we're gonna start seeing how like, you know, the High Republic era and you know Episode One, you're gonna slowly see how the Jedi get more uh, bureaucratic and get more. You can see it. You can definitely government. see. Yeah, you can so definitely see. happen a little bit of time. Like, oh, we'll do this. Well, how, how? Why don't we have an advisor to the council and why you know 
that's part of the chancellor's office. It's going to slowly yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, should we skip for the rest of these? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can... Let's get on. Sorry. The, uh... No, it's all right. It's okay. This is the uh, the Nile. Nile. Mm-hmm. Mad Max bad guys. <laughs> Let's just skip that. I can't wait for that. Two, two seconds. Centuries before the rise of the Empire, prosperity, pioneering, and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. Anarchists of the Outer Rim, the Nile, are masked marauders made up of strikes, clouds, and storms, all led by dangerous tempest runners with the same mindset. You can't take it with you, but we can take it from you. An attack from the Nile is marked by ominous smoke and poisonous gases that serve to intimidate and then kill their prey. In the shadow of the great disaster, the Nile orchestrate a twisted plan and use their mysterious yet terrifying command of hyperspace to attack systems affected by the tragedy. As the Republic encroaches on their territory, the Nile use their sadistic tactics to stake their claim on the frontier. And one thing that should be noted about the Nile, they're kind of like all different kinds of species. Like there's Aqualish, there's, um, yeah. you know, I forgot what the other one was in the other book, but and I think there's humans in there probably too. Um, but yeah, they're just they're just kind of like they recruit anybody who's like disgruntled or you know. So it's a gang name, not a yeah. not a species. Yeah, not a species. It's it's a. It's a black zone equivalent. It's like a bad the, the strikes, guy. Yeah, it's, it's the storms, those guy. are all the different levels of. It's kind of like a. Yeah. I kind of compare it to a, like a motorcycle gang, where you have like different <laughs> levels of membership. You know, so you have, you can be in a strike, you can be in a, a storm, you can be one of the the top guys as a tempest. That's assuming we're all well versed in the nuances of motorcycle gang domination. <laughs> 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 really? I, know they had I don't know that I knew they had lieutenants yeah. and all that. You know, I watched a Charlie Sheen movie once where he was in a motorcycle <laughs> gang. <laughs> I, I got to tell you well, that makes, watching makes, this video uh, helps me understand the the denial um, yeah. super uh, their 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 organizational structure better. Yeah, yeah, um, it makes sense. They, that they, 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 they yeah. like that. I mean, what I don't want to get into the physics of it all, whatever, but if the thing blows up while traveling through hyperspace, won't the pieces? Why, what's giving them any more impetus to keep? I guess there's no resistance in space. Why are they keep going at hyper? you know at any sort of speed of light that's that's a that's a that's a good question because but, but i guess there's I no was, resistance so yeah, yeah once no, they had true. a speed true. Um, but, but no, half of the ship if you think about it half of the ship how's that going to work right it's all moving forward if it blows up if you think of like a firework blows up in a 360 degree ball half of it is going back in the in the other direction but i guess it was a small velocity vector of the explosion that it's still when, traveling. When you're traveling like a hundred million miles an hour and you explode, I mean that explosion is ne- never going to be enough to propel most of it backwards. Right. It's, it's you know just what the, a small uh, mile per hour of the explosion and it's still speed of light. So all those all that shrapnel is still going. But there again, it becomes the it, the explosion outward. Uh, you know how far could those pieces truly? You know what kind of spray <laughs> is it going to create? Okay, this is this is this is but cool it's a minutia. We, we need some sort of uh, galactic calamity look, to be called strong for the Jedi. So I, I'm yeah. going to stop. I'm well, going to stop. Well, well, no, no, no. Look, look. This is, this is this is 
this is an issue that people had with the Haldo maneuver, right? Because hyperspace, traveling in hyperspace, it through hyperspace isn't like crop, just dusting crops, crops right? Yeah. <laughs> boy. So I've I've always boy, I've always understood it, and I think it still holds that hyperspace is another dimension. It's not you. You don't going traveling light speed doesn't mean you're yeah. going really really fast. You drop into like a shadow dimension. Time, yeah. Right. Um, you know, yeah, Ron, you're, two, you're bringing up. She'll make two somethings past light speed. Uh, this is the thing. So it is speed. Light speed, then hyperspace, isn't it? There's nothing else in, in between that. Is the issue like with the Holder maneuver that she goes through the one ship, but it takes out all the others? What's the issue with the Holder maneuver? Kind of same concept, right? And she, like, it broke off into pieces because she was in hyperspace. Like, it's like. You know, Han right, she took the one ship out, and that when she blows that one ship up, those pieces, fragments, all go off. And but I guess that's what's going on here in the High Republic, as they're saying, when the ship blows up. And the but you think that would happen more often, or you know? That's yeah, that's that was kind of my thing too. You think yeah, it would happen yeah, more? And from the stuff we've seen in Rebels, where there's like ships having a because the Falcon almost did it. Han well, said something about if we don't whatever, we're going to yeah. be pieces of us wherever. Well, they, and she's like, well, I bypassed the compressor. So yeah, yeah it seemed like it could it could could be much more a a concern for the entire universe of shrapnel running around. And maybe that's why right. there's hyperspace lanes to keep things. Anyway, that needs that that's going to need some. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not fully understanding of all of that and, and, and how it works. I, I do want to, I don't want to take us down a, a sidetrack here, but I was just kind of curious with well, the people that have read it, <laughs> with the people that have read it though, um, read the, read the novel. Was that the, the, was the explanation for what that was all about and how that occurred, this great disaster, was that satisfying for you, you guys? Did you, you think that was the right uh, solution to it? I, I wasn't entirely convinced that, the the mystery behind it what it actually is um i wasn't entirely convinced that that was the right way to go but uh, and and this is a different era like, with it different... wasn't really a mystery like i kind of like figured that well no it had to be explained they had to explain yeah. what 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 was happening right and and who actually i don't know if i'm i can do this but who was actually behind it um so well, i, I have... yeah who, so who for me i wasn't the, the, it wasn't an accident that the ship blew up Yes and no. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Do we do we get into that? Do we want to go down that road? Well, we can move that, but it sets up the whole of the high the high republic era, doesn't it, really? Well, it's yeah. Just alert for Basically, anyone listening, or whatever. But yeah, so no, I my my limited uh, knowledge to having not taken any of it in, you know, just listening to <laughs> posts and people talking about it and everything, whatever. Yeah, I was under the impression it was a it was an accident, but that's an interesting tree thing to hear you say. Well, it's a bit both. It is, and uh, okay. So let's let me just it's, go it's with like, it. Yeah, go, go let, let me go with it. So you remember Laura Santeca in episode seven, uh, in the Force Awakens, that character. Does everyone right. remember him? Well, so there was there is is it his grandmother or his mother? Apparently, in the High Republic era, um, she has this ability to be able to chart or plot out routes within hyperspace. And that enables the, the Nile to uh, jump in and jump out of places really quickly to do what they want to do. Steal, rob, kill, whatever they're going to do. So that, that enables her to, her to be able to pass on that ability to the Nile, the leader of the Nile specifically. Um, and so what the, the legacy... Really 
Yeah, the legacy run, which is the ship which essentially explodes and blows up through and sends its debris throughout the galaxy, um, that uh, comes across a Nile ship in hyperspace, and the, the pilot of the legacy run makes a maneuver to avoid that ship, and in doing so, tears apart her ship. So for me, uh, just to go back to my point, is I wasn't, I don't know, it almost feels, it, it that part of it feels a little less Star Wars to me, but... Uh, again, I, I, I defer. I can to the see, fact I that can definitely, yeah, I can definitely see where where you're coming from in that sense, and just in, just in your description of it. That, yeah, right, they I, had I, to create some a, sort of conflict or create some yeah. sort of thing that's a story point or whatever. And what they did in order to get there, eh, yeah, is that I guess it's how, how Star accident, Wars does that feel? It's as much an accident as somebody intentionally driving the wrong way on the highway. You know, yeah, yeah. basically, <laughs> Pretty much. because they're using these routes that aren't supposed to be used. Um, that nobody really knows about, and they don't care. They have no regard if anybody else is using the proper hyperspace lane because they're kind of basically cutting diagonal through, um, you know, known hyperspace lanes that everybody uses for trade and for traveling and stuff. So to make a route so, that so, directly goes through one is that's you know it's not legal. You're not supposed to no, do it. But they, they're doing it, and it just never happened that where they ran into somebody before. Is the is the concept? Um, with denial is is the concept that they are just hanging out in in hyperspace in the hyperspace tube, or waiting for unsuspecting ships or no or because um, the jumps. the way the the way the legacy run was 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 um was blown to bits was because the captain decided to maneuver inside of hyperspace to avoid this this attack. So the ship basically tore itself apart. Yeah, and it was like an older ship too. So yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering, are these guys just chilling out? Just or, or can they see ships traveling through hyperspace and then intercept them? Is hyperspace an actual like dimension where you can just 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 chill and and no, I didn't drink beers it, and? I didn't take it that way. I took <laughs> it as they have an ability to plot. Uh, uh, routes or courses that can get them to places quicker and then that enables them to jump in do what they got to do then jump out and while they're jumping out they're traversing or crossing over the existing hyperspace lanes and that's that's the problem right that's yeah. and I just, so they can touch, I just want to touch on one more thing before, we, before i finish but when as the book describes it the, the legacy run is going through hyperspace and the pilot says she sees a, a, a red color, a crimson color in hyperspace as if I think the book actually describes it as hyperspace is sick or something. I think that's what they actually yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah. In the movies, you see this blue glow. Right. And I as soon as I as soon as they said red, I was like, oh, maybe this is Sith. Maybe this is something to do with the Sith. And it still could be. However, the description that they offer in the book based on that laura santeca character well the descendant the of uh, or the ancestor of laura santeca it it really didn't lend itself to that so, so right, yeah. right yeah and the interesting thing with the santecas um probably like for anyone that hasn't you know read but um they kind of they that whole family kind of made, made themselves rich off of being able to plot all the hyperspace lanes that everyone uses all the time yes so, yes yeah, that was and cool. like the galactic like navigators, which is yeah, I mean it's a cool tie-in to like you know, um, you know, Lore Santeca and, and Force Awakens and stuff. But like that. I'm, there, I'm so there's some sort of concept uh, described in the books where where the hyperspace lanes, are, the tube is now red in, in some section or some area. Yes, 
Yeah. Uh, uh, it was <laughs> like it, got, it was tainted for like a moment, you know, like something tainted. The yeah. Hype. While they it's a yeah. lot to get your head around, isn't it? It is. Uh, it is. Which might yeah. be a two things occupying the space at the same time, which they shouldn't right. happen, you know. Yeah. So who knows? But I'll reserve comment on judgment for now. <laughs> you know what I? You know <laughs> what I kind of liken it to? I kind of liken it to if you guys ever watch the the Finding Nemo or Finding Dory um, movies, there's there's I think yeah. mo- moments in both those the movies turtles. where the turtles yeah. are on a, yeah. uh, a, a current and the they're within the current. Yeah, and it it feels like you know yeah, what they, if they yeah. if they come out of it then they're out of hyperspace obviously. Yeah. But I guess if there was another current or a subcurrent that was intersecting with it then maybe that's how this whole thing happened yeah. that's the kind of way I like if you it. shoot sideways through the current you're gonna hit something i know the fast <laughs> ship is because of the the the, the courses that she knows not so much but it, the, that kind of i know it was a stretch of in terms of an analogy or whatever but is it, if that's how hyperspace works then there's no such thing as a fast ship you're a slow turtle and you just jump into the current and boom yeah. off you go versus mm-hmm. if you think of hyperspace meaning uh you know uh, step on the gas pedal and she the can power, make point five the past power light is basically speed. like how fast is your computer to find a quicker plot course right yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, yeah. that's, see, that's from what so i got there is that but she era, also can make point five past light speed so there is a yeah. throttled aspect mm. to the mm. gas pedal you know that she's a fast yeah. ship not yeah. from a strictly um fast plotting a course that's part of it but there's also uh, um she's got horsepower so hmm. yeah, again, I reserve some comment on the judgment. The, the, there's there's some there's some more ferreting out to 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 all for of sure. Them. <laughs> <laughs> it feels, it feels like the can of worms is opened. The can yeah, of worms. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Do you think they expect us to understand this, or do you think they are deliberately obscuring it so that they can manipulate it as they go? Well, that's to fine. So long as the they obscure, yes, that's fine. So long as they obscure it in a way that. You know, is plausible, is that works, that that doesn't go down a science fiction path of whatever, just so that we can keep telling a story. That that uh, you know, that's that's. I don't want to say my non-appeal to comics, but you know, comics can go down all these kind of crazy paths. Even the EU sort of took that took that liberty sometimes, because just to be able to tell a story, and and I enjoy my Star Wars uh, being. Uh, grounded in fact, no, that's not right. But you know, grounded in explanate explainable positive, um, let's say. Ron, is that the thing that turns you off to the books and the comics? Just that you might read something that you're like, oh, this is bull. I'm not reading this. I don't like to read. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Star Wars. Star Wars was was on screen, whatever. But no, there is something to the right. You because. Because of what you create in terms of Star Wars and the Star Wars story being told on screen, you're limited to what you can tell on screen, and 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 you know you're constrained a little bit. Whereas Lord of the Rings is phenomenal in terms of the picture it paints and and all the stuff that you can do and all these characters and worlds and all this sort of stuff. But because and Harry Potter is the same way. You know the books and the movies don't make the same aren't the same from what I know of them because you couldn't do that in the movie or you know so. 
to me, that's the uniqueness. I've said this before. That's the uniqueness of Star Wars storytelling is is what's presented on screen. So right when it dives into a, a a telling stuff in book form, you can get away with so much more in a book that you couldn't do on screen, and that blurs a line for me as my Star Wars fandom is is defined to me because of I I, I like that aspect of of the Star Wars story has been told on screen, and so that helps huh. to define shape and mold what that story is. You know, I, I kind of got the, I, the I, idea. Yeah, I kind of got the idea that like in this book or in this era, that technology that runs the Falcon and makes it, you know, go fast hasn't been developed yet. Like I don't oh, think anyone really has nav computers in there. Yeah. Cuz they say like they've got the pre-stage of astromech droids at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. That's so, like, yeah, droid brains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean cuz in the book you know, it's I mean, a, they, they make this array to kind of try to figure stuff out and I think that's probably like the early stages of yeah well, that would make sense then for the hyperspace lanes being a very defined sort of, of yeah. this is right. the only way you know how to get from point a to point b in a fast way or something is it too early is it too early for them to like or, or too late i guess for them to be have figured this out like it's 200 years before the phantom menace it feels like they sh- they should have figured this out long ago expanded so. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, it, I, it's, it's a very good point of right. Have, well, well, we don't have the fast spaces. They haven't traveled fast spaces until nowish, really. So I mean, if it's going to be they, that, they, they, hold on. If it's going to be that sort of mindset that the technology isn't quite there yet, that needs to stay true in terms of then there aren't, you know, there can't be astromech droids or some other droid that helps yeah there can't be tech in this uh earlier era that helps them solve some sort of problem so they've they've got they've painted themselves into a corner a little bit if that's the the idea behind why they couldn't do things or why the falcon is advanced because it's years you know hundreds of years later whatever it has tech that lets it uh navigate computers and all that sort of stuff so that's fine if that if that's what it's going to be that, that helps define and, and, and shape and mold that. But right, they they got to be careful that they don't create some you know some story comes up and they create some droid. It's like well, where the hell was that droid when well, we yeah. you know, needed to be able to or that is, technology when we needed that. This is the furthest back now at the point right. Like there's nothing before this. So you know if we get old Republic you know stories now, they they should probably adhere to you know the way hyperspace works and, and all that stuff and and where the core planets are and, and everything like that that makes for some fun challenges and for some fun new stories uh, yeah to, to yeah but it, it's a cha- it's going to be a challenge for us as fans to go well, why don't they just oh well that tech but really didn't the, exist the rest yet, of the book was like so great like the hyperspace stuff is kind of like eh, you know yeah i, yeah, I, I think over point of way back when was like that that worked for everybody <laughs> that's why i was asking yeah yeah you got a bunch of videos steven we'll go straight through the last two uh, videos, then we got them out of the way. Right, so yeah. zip it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Centuries before the rise of the empire, prosperity, pioneering, and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. Bell Zetiphar is the dependable apprentice to Jedi Master Loden Greatstorm. Determined to prove himself, Bell would follow his master anywhere, despite Greatstorm's unconventional teaching style. Bell sees the Force as a flaming light. When he focuses, that light is sometimes no brighter than embers, but other times it burns with the strength of an inferno. Billions living in the Hetzel system are in danger after a catastrophic hyperspace disaster hurdles projectiles towards them. 
Bell and Master Great Storm are sent to Hetzel Prime to aid the planet's evacuation. And while Bell trusts, of course, the two Jedi have only 80 minutes until impact. The Jedi of the High Republic are luminous, instilling hope, bringing peace, and protecting life even in the furthest reaches of the galaxy. I'm, I'm, glad came out with the, I'm glad he came up with this video because I had no idea which one was Bell. Yeah, was no, he, he was a, he was a cool character. He kind of felt like yeah. he was a point point of view character. Yeah, uh, yeah, that you're way into this story, and I liked how his master kept pushing him out of yeah. moving vehicles to test him. That <laughs> was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, well, and I, did... I think I've heard the name Grace 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 I whatever before. Why does that feel Grace Why does that feel That's so familiar? My teammate. <laughs> oh, my teammate just just well, I've heard this name before. I'm sure I have. Um, I don't know where I've heard of it. it. Must be in some other show or something. You, you might be, you might be thinking of Greystroke, the Legend of Tarzan. Yeah, maybe it kind of does something like that. I really don't think I'm thinking of that. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee that I've not, seen, not it seen it yet. Yeah, you're quite right. Okay, let's do the, let's do the, the last one. Centuries before the rise of the Empire, prosperity, pioneering, and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. Chancellor of the Republic, Lena So, is cherished by the galaxy that she serves. She actively works to strengthen the Republic through expansion, peace, and optimism. Lena is rarely seen without her two giant pet Targons, Matari and Boru. They are her companions, her guards, and even her sounding boards. But above all else, they are loyal to her and she to them. When fallout from a disastrous hyperspace explosion threatens whole star systems, Chancellor So works with the Jedi to handle the immediate danger and goes so far as to close the hyperlanes, a controversial decision that some disagree with. The High Republic is an era of great expansion for the Jedi and the Republic, but a step too far into the galactic frontier heralds the arrival of a merciless foe, unwilling to abide by the rules of outsiders. See, she closed the hyperspace lanes, which makes me think that it's not something you can do on your own. You have to use their designated lanes. You know. Did anyone did mm-hmm. anyone get a, any anything nefarious about her? I kind of felt towards the end of the book there was some oh, sort of seeds that were being planted I, I planted think about she's her. She's just like a true believer in everything is good. You know. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. might bend. Maybe at some point, but right now it looks like she's genuinely like wants things to be good, but maybe she's a little power hungry, you know? Well, there's crystal yeah. things she's got, not kyber crystals, are they? <laughs> in her forehead and around her. Well, she has those body. two giant monsters there too all the time. The tigers, so. yeah, giant yeah. tigers. The cats, yeah. The ship at the beginning of that, or the space station, is that derivative? It's obviously very similar to um, Resistance, the ship in Resistance, isn't it? Just a little bit. Oh, I don't know. I think it's tall, tall, and tall and slim is what you're thinking. It's just is that yeah, the only thing that's there? Yeah, it's yeah, starlight. Yeah, starlight. Uh, the starlight. The starlight seems like a combination of Cloud City and yeah. the um Jedi, the Jedi Temple. Temple. Yeah. 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 Is that light really going to spin around the top? I mean, that must be really it's distracting a, if you're trying to. It's supposed. Fly. <laughs> It's supposed to be an electronic signal that you can pick up on all devices um, within a certain range. All right, so it's not going to be a great like blinding light. Yeah, it's not an actual light. They're getting like 5G a... in uh, outer rim. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
China. You haven't got 4G yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that is amazing in itself, isn't it? When you think about it, just the Starlight Beacon, I mean, you want to know a lot more about that. The, um, the idea well. of a waypoint, the idea of a waypoint being set up by a central government is, it makes sense. It's, it's you know, if they're trying to, if they've got the mid-rim uh, under control, then to, if you're venturing out past that into unknown re- into the unknown regions and wild space, leaving beacons behind makes a perfect perfect uh, perfect sense. And if those beacons happen to be populated by Jedi Rangers, then even better, you know. So yeah, the idea there and like, yeah. cultural centers. Uh oh. Well, yeah. That's now you're talking <laughs> <laughs> from a from a story point of view. I mean, it lends itself to unlimited potential. I mean it's a jumping off point when they can just go out and have adventures and save people and get involved in sure. stuff. And yeah. It's, it's pretty exciting. Uh, like, like we talked about Saturday morning cartoon. I mean, you know, justice whole, league kind of thing. The whole like storyline with the Jedi that were just on that temple on that no name planet, you know, yeah. hanging out there and training and, yeah, you know, an outpost. Check on yep. Yeah. It's an outpost. Basically. So it, it makes you wonder when, Oh, when Obi-Wan and, and Qui-Gon arrive at, um, at Naboo, yeah. were, were they, did they, were they dispatched from Coruscant or were they at a, at an outpost? You know, that's that, because they never say that they left, they, they were sent by, by Valorum, that's for sure, but they never say that they left Coruscant. I think they were from Coruscant because one, the Chancellor dispatched them, and two, they're in a Republic th- cruiser. It doesn't, that's, I mean, it, it doesn't okay. definitively say, you know, place them there, but I, I would imagine maybe they got summoned okay. and then they got, had to go there. Okay. Yeah, I always assumed they came from, I know it doesn't, like you're saying, it doesn't implicitly say, but the, the, the strong suggestion is that yeah. they did. Cool point, though. That's cool. They certainly didn't, they certainly weren't dispatched from Starlight Beacon. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> I'm guessing that blows up somewhere along the way. I imagine oh boy. there's not much oh left of that. But, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. no. So, so I, I guess I want to ask the, the group: uh, How did everyone feel about that first novel? Uh, does it does it compel you enough to go and read more? I think this is going to be oh, yeah. a one and done for me. Yes. Really, I'm not, really. Yeah, I'm, wow. not, I'm not into. I'm not interested in what happens next. Wow. Unless it's written by Charles So. <laughs> Unless it's written by Charles So. I, I this guy has Stephen King level of details in his in his in mm-hmm. the way he tells a story. I don't want to take a chance on another author ruining it for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so And how about you, Ricky? You're oh, obviously no, I, I'm, I'm gonna gobble up any book that they release now because I'm totally enthralled in like the uh, the era and I want to know more about these Jedi that I've met and you know what's gonna happen with these bad guys that are progressing and doing all this stuff and how it all fits into the grand scheme of things overall. So, um, so yeah, no, I, I did enjoy the uh, the younger novel, the uh, Test of Courage. I thought that one added a lot, you know, and uh, I'm getting uh, I'm, I'm gonna get into the Claudia Gray one, uh, Into the Dark, here pretty soon. So. Um, no, I'm, I'm totally looking forward to just I, I might even pick up some of the comics. I'm, I'm just interested in this whole I, which I only started reading this stuff because you guys were talking about it so much. So I wasn't I the fact now that I have three books sitting on my table here, um, you know, I'm totally like mystified that I did that because I had <laughs> zero interest in any of this when they, it was announced. So, cool. And then there's Stephen and Ron. I know, Stephen, you're interested in it. And Ron, uh, and how about mm-hmm. you, Ron? 
So right, I as watching any of this wet your appetite, Ron, to 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 get into reading it. Yeah, sorry, no. Well, not but I, reading I, it. But I'll take the clip notes. I, I don't mean us. to. Yeah, I don't mean to. I don't mean to discount it to that extent, or whatever. Because I am interested in it from a standpoint of it is a fascinating. Um, uh, storytelling uh, model that they've sort of built here where and, and a way to tell some fun Jedi Star Wars universe type stories good guys bad guys keep the force in check you know keep the force in play and 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 and, and do something for fans and younger fans and, and older fans for that matter and and tell some stories that that way so I, I am intrigued by the next book and the next to hear what you guys talk about in terms of what goes on in the next book but to the extent to where I get into it's just it's not it's it's not my lifestyle to 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 read read a book a audio book perhaps um be, could be intrigued by by doing that but yeah it sounds like a book and a comic book there's a lot of characters a lot of character names that you got to wrap your head around and get 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 uh, and and i guess and and it sounds like they are committed to it so i guess if if i knew if i knew that it was something to uh, reserve some brain cells to to commit to memory kind of thing or whatever it'd be worth it but i, I don't want to get i don't want to get uh trapped in that um expanded universe model where you, you go down this path you get you get um you fall in love with these characters and you, and you know all about them or whatever and then they pull the rug out from under you years later uh, none of that counts i didn't start reading the eu stuff until the movies were done until the prequels were finished i'm like well there's nothing else now and let me just start reading these books. And, and see, that's yeah. another intriguing part about this is I never went to the EU because George always said the EU was kind of like a, eh, yeah. we're not, you know. And that's kind of how I treated truly, reading it. Yeah. This isn't truly. So I was like, well, okay, well, if it doesn't count, then I don't really know that I want to be invested in it. But this, apparently, <laughs> this stuff, as they say now, anyway, is is supposed to count. They're, they're trying to make it work and be one big giant uh, thing or whatever. So if that's true, that is does make these a little bit more intriguing. The story definitely um, is fascinating, is definitely um, sounds worthy uh, of, of, of keeping with it and learning more about it. Yeah, this is like extra barbecue sauce on your ribs, you know, like nice. Yeah, now I'm hungry. <laughs> so, so Stephen, are you gonna get the audiobook or are you gonna actually buy the book? Do you think? Well, there's the uh, one Donna question because you know, I was like, I spent night. Um, well, I'm definitely going, I'm definitely going to read all the comics on the High Republic, that's that's guaranteed. I'm probably definitely going to read uh, or try and get through all the uh, the, the really Julia kind of stuff, shall we say, like uh, the Great Jedi Rescue kind of stuff. Anything like that comes out, I will definitely be lapping it up because I can get through it quite quickly and it doesn't, you know, really. Um, junior novels, there's a, there's a potential for junior novels. I might give the first one a, a try when it comes out in the next week. Um, and just see how see how it goes, should we say, as a little bit of a tester. Um, the the light, the Jedi, I don't know, just because I just think it's going to take me so long to get through, and that yeah. I'm forever going to be building up a backlog. Um, you know, cause now there's already the second one that's out. Um, so I think, I don't know, I think they're always going to do these uh, junior sort of versions of these. Well, see, and, that, and that's the thing, like, with... And, um... Test of Courage, you don't really need to read it if you're just going to be, you know, reading Light of the Jedi in that whole, the adult, quote-unquote adult novels, you know, like, 
it's 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 a side story. It's it's extra. So um, yes. Yeah, if you're only going to read a limited amount of books, that would just stick to like the main, like you know. Uh, Alex well, yeah, yes, I know. I, really I don't have to trouble series. myself with the uh, yes. I don't but have I think, to trouble myself the junior stuff. Yeah, but I think as of right now, uh, like the main book is probably Light of the Jedi, which kind of sets everything up. Uh, I'm still. Yeah. I was gonna go back to Alex for a second though. Um, Alex, you did the audio book. Uh, you said it went pretty quick. Um, you yes. listened to it in, on commutes and stuff like that. Um, would you, you so you don't feel like you're compelled enough to go like maybe the, the next book comes out in July. You don't think you'll get the audio book of that and just kind of give it a try? Nah, I, yeah. I, 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 I like the. I wanted. I was curious about where. Where what is the main Lucas, character in it? Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll I'll listen to you guys talk about it. Uh, I'm not. I I was curious about what this big push is, and Charles So, you know, I've always known to be an excellent writer, and he came highly recommended by very close friends, and that's that's what made me decide to give it a shot. Otherwise, I you know I I like the concept art. I I'm not. I like the ships, you know, the idea like of the yeah, uh, the idea of hyperspace heists is that's that's pretty awesome. And I just I was curious to see what the foundation for the next few years of Star Wars is was going to be like. And yes, the audiobook did it play? It played music and stuff in the background, right? Yes. Did it play like the music that the Nile listened to? It's rock music. It's it it's um. I'm just curious to hear what it sounds yeah. like. I you know what I'll, I'll see if I can record a couple of um a couple of clips because okay. there are a couple of this guy Mark Thompson yeah. does every voice and each voice is different. I uh-huh. I'm completely blown away by this guy's vocal talent. Yeah. A, a couple of them seem familiar. You know, there's one guy. He's like, "We're gonna make this the best, uh, the best republic in the world." And and I was like, "Oh, oh this sounds kind of, <laughs> it's gonna Keanu be Reeves. huge. You're gonna, you're gonna, that's how I picked it up. So, but there's, it's gonna there's, be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be the best. Everybody says it. You know. So I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll see if I can record a couple of clips and, and put them on in the group. And uh, try to make them high quality, Ricky. Yeah, so I was actually include. able to go into my library online, um, you know, my public library here, and they had Light of the Jedi on there as an audiobook. And uh, really, yeah, actually, you know I was what? Maybe downloading the digital version just um, so I can try okay. to read it when I didn't have my book with me. Dude, check it out. I I can send you some timestamps if you want. But the the music uh, in Fallen Order is this the the rock music that the Nile they get they get nose blasted left and right. You know, if they they do something, they they yeah. slam stems or whatever it is. Yeah, so they're they're high during these heists, and uh, the music they play sounds similar to the music from Fallen Order when he's in when he's captured oh, by by those pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's more earthbound. It, it sounds more like well, like acid rock. All that stuff out of pieces of metal and yeah yeah clanky things yeah which that whole so thing kind of took me out of the book but i mean i'm fine with it i mean eh, you know it's it, what what can you do you know at, at one point one of the they 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 opened comms with somebody from 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 a republic or or some some government and the music is playing in the background oh, and, and there and she's like whoa 
what is that music playing in the background? <laughs> yeah, those, those like, people are that planet. I want to know more about that planet because they seem like the Mandalorian. Yeah, the hunters. Yeah, yeah, the Iriadu. Yeah. Iriadu. That sounds yeah. so familiar, though, right? Iridu, planet Iridu. That's what it reminds me of. From uh, Roblox. But um, okay, oh, that might be it. Yeah. That might be. It. Yeah. William, I will tell you this though: the collector in me, I'll end up owning the books at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> they have the five below. You're gonna pick like twenty of them. Yeah, exactly. If if I find it at some point, whatever, I'll definitely have to because there is that aspect of me that's like, you know, if I ever have the time, if I ever get yeah. the time, uh, I would like to perhaps maybe re- read these things or you know find out what all the hubbub was about back in the day. Yeah, so which I think uh, that's probably I will I've, own them at I've some been, point, no doubt. I think that's probably why I've been buying them just because it's a starting point. Which you know, the EU came out. I was like, what, like in mid '90s. So um. Yeah, I mean, this is a new thing I can, you know, act, and my daughter's getting into them too, so it's good that we both read them, and it's 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 a new starting point. So I don't, I'm not behind. I'm picking them up as they come out. So. If you guys can get your hands on um, the Star Wars Insider 199, apparently that's going for a few bucks now because it has the oh, first yes. first uh, short story from this whole series, and uh, it's hard to come by. So if you can get your hands on that, that would be a good collector's item to have. Uh, I appreciate that too. But when when was it? When how old is? How when was it released? Should have only come out in the beginning of January, I think, is when I got mine. All right, so there's a chance a comic book shop or something might have it or or something. Should should be might be a chance. Yeah, when I went into Barnes and Noble to pick up this one because I pre I ordered it for pickup and I went to the register, I did see that Star Wars Insider and had I think it had Mandalorian on the cover. Like I was gonna buy it. Oh yeah, somebody posted in the chat. What's the cover look like of it? Oh, it's Vader. 199 is Vader. Oh, and Vader. Vader. I just a variant cover then. Because Barnes & Noble does have like different, their own special. The Mandalorian special. cover is for 200 and there's also a short story in that as well. Yeah, those things are like 15 bucks per issue. Yeah, they're, they're pricey. Yeah, it's like, just buy a book. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, maybe I can just find the Insider stories online and, and read it that way. But um, yeah, no, I used to collect Insider back in the day. It's been years since I bought one. Okay, well, we're over time. Anybody for any other, any other business? Anybody got anything else they want to say for ever holds our peace? Yeah, as the outsider group, thank you, fellas. I appreciate the chat and, and, and talking through it. It was enjoyable. I, th- I think someone, I, as someone who had nothing to contribute to it whatsoever because I didn't. I think. Yeah, no, I think whatever, whatever you know, whatever you don't know. I mean, we're all going to yeah. happen, even if you're not reading. It. There's still plenty to discuss. Even as a, a yeah a, a, a whole sort of overview concept of everything and, that, and trying to work things out and stuff, um, there's, there's still plenty to discuss even without knowing the the inner depths of the uh, of the stories. Like they 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 introduce a lot of ships and a lot of like weaponry and stuff. So yeah. That next time with yeah. Some yeah. I I I think this is a very an interesting way of filling the gap between Mandalorian seasons. I see. Also, they are uh, uh, some of any other business. They? I'm not sure if it is actually news, but is it Disney Plus said that uh, Bad Batch should be out in spring. So, um, which felt oh, like really? that was not it's news anyway. News. But uh, I saw. Yeah, I was wondering when that was going to come out. I saw that said. But it, Seems they are missing something. They winter. should put these little snippets that you had on Disney Plus. Um, they have like those um, well, Des- yeah, Galaxy yeah. De- Forces of Destiny snippets yeah. or whatever on there. You know that they could provide these little things just as a way to get some some fans, some kids, some, anybody entry. What's the you know watch these things and then a blurb at the end talking about the books or something kind of thing. I think they're missing missing the boat there a little bit. 
Well, it is um, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm wondering if there's going to be oh, some yeah, kind of yeah, Disney yeah. Plus trailer. Uh, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, there has not been a lot of chatter of the of the commercial. Not like in years past where you practically no. knew every commercial that was happening before well, it happens on the Super Bowl. So yeah, there 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 is a strong chance of a uh, of something being dropped or something catching uh, catching everyone's attention and breaking the internet. That'd be cool. I'll be watching it just for that. <laughs> yeah, watch it for the commercials. Yeah, watch for the commercials. Okay. What? 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 We're out of time. We're done. We're done. I spent. Um, this is the end for you. This <laughs> <laughs> is the end. Yeah. Uh, well, we you didn't even you didn't even speak about the, about the main the main Croats bad guy in the uh, in the Nile naive 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 naive, which who sounds mega interesting. I Nihil. Nihil. I mean that name sounds familiar as well. Yeah, just a river in Egypt. No, no, no. It's not the no, not because of Nile, but I'm sure I've heard of. Um, it sounds just sounds familiar. Maybe it's just my brain. The brain is so empty that you're, you're thinking when you're, I hear it. You're thinking of Bill Nye. I'm, I'm, I'm Nye Bill. You look Nile. <laughs> definitely not thinking of that. Okay. Right. Well, we're done. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you uh, at same time. Let me see. When's it? Uh, when's it going to be? Let me see. Uh, oh, this, is, this, is, this is uncanny. It's actually going to be the seventh again. Seventh of March. Oh, well. Mm. well, February and 28 days will do that. Yeah. Right on. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Good everybody. Senate. Good Senate session. Right. Cheers. All right, fellas. Be well. Until next time. Yeah, stay safe. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> Go switch off. <laughs>